talking about something that affects so many people, but that nobody wants to talk about. Pornography. Speaking to individuals trying to stop looking at porn, and to spouses looking for support. This is Danny and Lindsay Pullman, a married couple who have been through this together. We're sharing a mix of our personal experiences, our experience as certified life coaches, and other empowering ideas. We hope this can help you on your journey. Enjoy! Hey everybody, it's Danny and Lindsay Pullman. Welcome to our podcast today. We are talking about something uh, Taylor Swift encourages us to do. Um, go ahead, Lindsay. <laughs> We're talking about learning how to calm down. And you need to calm down. Sorry, well, you don't it. need to calm down. No, that, that's not the point of this podcast, <laughs> but... You get to if you want to. And the reason we're so good at this topic about of calming down and well, showing you how is because we're... gotten better anyway. Is because we're, we're so good at not... At not how, calming at down. At not knowing how to calm down in the past. <laughs> yeah, so it was out of necessity we had to learn... Yes. Learn how to approach <clears throat> this a little better. Yeah, so... And it's really fascinating to kind of like look at our approaches, husband and wife, you know, a husband and wife with, you know, regard to pornography because, you know, I would venture that husband is not able to, you know, be present with his feelings or be calm with his feelings and might look at pornography, right? And then, so, and then with for the wife, like for me specifically, I'll just talk about myself, when I would find out that my husband was looking at pornography, I didn't know how to calm down, right? I just wanted to resist, resist the truth, react by maybe, you know, getting mad at him or avoid even thinking about it. And I was basically disconnecting with myself and not being present. And I wasn't, it wasn't a way to calm down per se. It was just a way for that, the feelings that I needed to feel and learn how to metabolize those just kind of like queued up and eventually... I had to learn the skill, and I'm really glad that I did. Yeah, uh, for me, I used to get so anxious that I, you know, a lot of you can probably relate. You, your heart starts racing. Maybe you get a little sweaty. Uh, you feel a little <laughs> jittery. Like, I would kind of just, like, rock or shake my knee or my body or, or I'd fidget or, like, scratch my head or um, I'd... I'd uh, it, be breathing rapidly and shallowly, right? Um, I'd feel like ready for a fight. Like I could just like, like just dive in and wrestle some ox or I don't know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but it, I also like while I was in this, I, I wouldn't want to be in my own skin. Almost, it's like I'd I'd be wishing it wasn't there, and then it would get worse mm-hmm. because I'd be just like pushing it against it and. Uh, yeah. I'd, it's like I'd want to be anybody else or any anywhere else um, if it would get rid of the anxiety for me, and um, and it it was uh, it was tough. I struggled with it. I I didn't know how to handle it, and so it would just kind of get out of whack sometimes. And and yeah, those are examples of times in the past when I would have turned toward porn. Um, something interesting that I heard from uh, another coach in the life coach school community. Uh, who focuses on people with anxiety. She said that a lot of times anxiety is actually the result of resisting some other emotion that's underlying 
And I thought that was really interesting. Mm-hmm. As I started kind of examining that with myself, yeah. I've noticed that's true so many times, so mm-hmm. much of the time. And so I think that's part of why it's a night and day difference, how I handle my emotions now versus a few years ago, um, and why I don't get the anxiety that I used to in the same intense ways. I still do experience it, but yeah, it's different now. And yeah, so that's something just to pay attention to with yourself. If you have anxiety, just ask yourself, am I resisting some other emotion and what is it? Yeah. And one thing to think about too, if you're, you know, looking for reasons why anxiety could be a good thing, it's like this, our body queuing up and letting us know that there's something to look at, you know, with regard to ourselves. Right. And so anxiety might feel kind of vague, you know, like I'm feeling these, these sensations and things like this. And I think for a lot of people, they can stay, they might stay in anxiety because they're not taking that time to like look inward. But when we take the time to tap into ourselves and get present, which we're going to talk about in a little bit, it can help, help us see, like Danny said, what the underlying emotion might actually be that you're avoiding or resisting. Yeah, I used to think anxiety was like the enemy, <laughs> like <laughs> got to get rid of this. Um, but I didn't find lots of improvement with the way I would manage it and my relationship with anxiety until I recognized that it's actually on my side. We're on the same team, and yeah. um, and treating it that way went a long way for me. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. So, like in marriage it's normal to, you know, not always understand spouses completely, right? I don't know if we can say it like that, but like with re- with regard to pornography, I think where when I look at where I was like 3, 4, 5 years ago, time is flying, you guys. It's I think it's almost 5 years ago when, you know, this our kind of D-day, so to speak, hit. Um, but yeah, like I remember just like thinking all these thoughts about like what what's going to happen, where we're going to go, like our family, like just creating a lot of drama and like a lot of fear in myself and a lot of creating a lot of my own anxiety with the thoughts that I was choosing to think at the time. And it's something that I see with, you know, with a lot of my clients, you know, they'll go to these like, you know, the husband looks at pornography once and they ultimately are like, well, there goes temple covenants. There goes our family being, you know, married forever and our kids are going to now look at pornography and our daughters are going to marry people. Like it's this ultimate doomsday thing. And like if I were to choose to think those things, I'd probably feel pretty anxious too. But the interesting thing is like it's natural for us to like go into that fear because there's some protective thing, some part of us is trying to protect us. So it's good. It can be really helpful to understand that. And it can also be helpful to understand that our lower brain is just trying to serve up ideas and thoughts to protect us. And we actually, like those things actually might not be at stake. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And that, that lower part of your brain, it also wants to avoid pain. Right. right. So, so if you do have a natural tendency to <clears throat> avoid these uncomfortable emotions, it doesn't mean there's something wrong with you. Mm-hmm. It actually means that there's that part of your brain that's, right with you. that's behi- behaving by design. And mm-hmm. uh, I like to recognize that. I find that very helpful for me. Um, okay, so Kung Fu Panda quote. Some of you who follow <laughs> Lindsay on Instagram may have seen this already. And if you've seen the movies, of course you know it. Um, from Uguay, who's uh, kind of like a guru master 
coach. He's basically the life coach of Poe, the main character, right? He's the life <laughs> coach of the hero in the movie. So, um, <laughs> wouldn't you say? I guess so. I never thought yeah. of it that way. No, but... he, he basically is. I just barely thought of that. Um, so what he said is, there is a saying, yesterday is history, tomorrow is a mystery, but today is a gift. That is why it is called the present. I love it. So good. Way to go, Oogway. He's a sea turtle. He talks, and he's really <laughs> smart. He's been around a long time. So, um, so wanna... that's what we're talking about today is getting present, the, the value of getting present with your emotions and um, how it can help us. What were you going to say, Lance? Oh, yeah. So I was just going to say, I think a lot of times, especially um, for some reason when it comes to husbands looking at pornography or some of those deeper wounds that, you know, you might it, it doesn't it's not always going to be pornography that takes you to this like super anxious state where you don't know how to calm down this is just an example but um a lot of well, times pornography doesn't take you to that state right right, right. but it it's feels the way we think about pornography that right. takes you to that so state. like when i think about where i was like four or five years ago that's what it felt like to me um but it can be really helpful to see that like to understand that we don't have to have all the answers in the moment for how the future is going to turn out <laughs> <clears throat> sorry um but what we can do is just learn to connect with ourselves and get present and that willingness to get present with ourselves in the moment when we like for me I have like you know I've been coached at times where I literally can't make sense of everything and my coach has recognized it and you know she would help me just like get really really present which is one modality of processing and metabolizing an emotion which is something we're huge advocates for so um yeah just basically when we can't make sense of everything with words sometimes just taking the time to like get in tune with our bodies it can be a way to process things and hold space for things to process so that we can have the clarity to think through the stuff that we are concerned about and sometimes for me I, I, mean, I get to a place where I can problem solve, and sometimes I just get to a place where it's like, oh, that probably isn't going to happen. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah. My, my first therapist I ever went to, um, shout out to, to Brother Smith, right? Um, I like how you call him Brother Smith. <laughs> <laughs> he, he's the man. Um, <laughs> he was just what I needed at that time. And he gave a great example, um, an analogy for just this and he talks about what you do in a rip current a, a riptide right riptide. you call it a riptide in the ocean where the there's a current right that actually is pulling you out away from the shore and it can be really dangerous if you're a swimmer and playing out in the water and you get stuck in this it can whip you miles out into the ocean um and so in a rip current you don't swim directly into shore against the current because it's going to overpower you and you're going to wear out eventually and it's going to pull you out. And it's the same thing with our emotions. If we swim directly against it, then we will we're trying to resist or avoid or react, right? Then then our power, our willpower runs out and then eventually we end up, you know, doing something to avoid those emotions like look at porn or whatever it is we start checking out from our body and so what you do in a rip current a riptide to get out of it is you actually swim parallel to shore instead of swim against the current you swim parallel until 
you are away from that current mm -hmm. so you're not like uh trying to avoid it completely as much as like there it is there's the current and i'm going to I'm going to accept that it's there and I'm going to deal with it in a way that actually works. And then when it comes to managing your emotions, you can actually change the na nature of the current, um, just not always in the uh, the direct way that we often think we should be able to. <laughs> you have to actually be willing to sit with the emotion first, identify what you're thinking is creating it, and then with practice you can shift out of it right right so. so like calming down like learning how to calm down is being willing to sit with like sit in the storm until the storm how would you say that what would be the most succinct way to say that you were saying that before we started what with the storm or just like how like learning how to calm down is basically just like oh yeah so a lot of times like in order to calm down we don't like try to calm our emotions like that's not what we mean by calm down right a lot of times we want to just like what the emotions that are there let's just kind of push them down let's suppress them let's uh mm -hmm. try to get away from them or make them smaller you know um so we don't like try to calm the emotions down in order to actually calm down we need to allow the non-calm first mm -hmm. I love right that. yeah we need to allow it Look at what's causing the non-calm. And then the nature of your mind as you're just being present with this is to naturally revert to a more calm state. But you can also intentionally shift the thinking that's affecting all of this as well. Yeah. Powerful combination of tools right there. Super powerful. So let's talk about ways to make this happen. Well, um, first thing I, w I wanted to say is um, that when you're starting to do this process, one thing that's important to recognize is that the only thoughts that you think, sorry, the only thoughts that are affecting you in this moment are the thought is a thought you're thinking right in that exact present moment. Mm -hmm. Okay, so if you have a feeling, anytime you have a feeling, it's right in that moment, and the only thing that's affecting it is a thought in that exact moment too, right now, right? That's Whatever your now feeling. is, exactly. Yeah, and. Um, a lot of times people will say, no, but this is an old pattern. This is something I've always thought or things like that, right? And maybe that's the case. Maybe you've practiced it a lot. Maybe you have established a neural pathway in your brain that makes it a lot easier to think that in the moment um, and think it again and again. But it's still, every time it happens, it's still a new thought in that moment. And it's also optional in that moment. And so those two things, recognizing those, are really helpful as you start working on this. So that's part of why being present with what's going on in your brain is so powerful because you're dealing with the part where you actually have control, which is right now. You can't mm -hmm. control how you thought in the past. Mm -hmm. And you can't even control how you're thinking in the future right now because right now is the only time you can control. So when you're present with that and what's happening right now in your brain, just acknowledging and being aware of it actually starts to rewire and change things, even if you're not like intentionally going in and shifting your thinking about it. Just mm -hmm. being present begins to rewire things for new pathways yeah. to make it easier to think in new ways in the future. Yeah, for sure. What else do you want to say? Yeah, so I think it can just be really healthy to see that because then when we recognize that like, you know, we're creating an emotion with a current thought that we're having or a current thought that was like maybe served up to us 
you know, from our lower brain, whatever it is, like we get to choose how, like what stake we give that thought, right? Like we might just, you know, like you might see a reindeer and like think something about reindeers that you've always thought about reindeers. And you might think that that's just some factual thing about reindeers, but like, what are you actually choosing to think about the reindeer in that moment? And so I think one thing to kind of like help tweak, I know we're talking about getting present, but also with our thinking, like, you know, I've always been this way. I've always been an anxious person. You could even just add, you know, if you want to start getting away from those thoughts, you feel like you've thought thousands of times where, where you now have this identity based around it. You know, it might be, I've always been this way and I'm open to change. So if you can just add something onto those thoughts, it will help your brain kind of like start shifting away from like, you know, hardwiring those neural pathways harder and harder and like creating new ones so that those ones can be like drained, so to speak, if that's what you want, right? So, yeah. That's really good. Some some practical tips um, in learning to be present with your emotions are focusing on your breathing, right? Ooh, the, tell us about breathing. Um, this I is love really cool. What he says about breathing. Well, it's he, not what I say. It's what well, I learned from someone else. But it's right. it is cool. He's read a lot of great books on breathing and mindfulness, and I love all the things. I don't know if I've me. read a lot of books. Well, on to breathing. me, it's a lot because <laughs> it's more than me. <laughs> but I have experience with applying these things myself um, because I really, really used to struggle with my emotions, and I still do. But I love the direction I'm heading. Um, right, because hold on, let's just. Sorry, I know you're going to jump into it, but let's think it. Let's, well. I was going to say, let's talk about like how like a circumstance that you have that used to kind of like knock you out for three weeks and now it might knock you out. It might affect you for, you know, three days or three minutes or something like that. So I think we, we can talk about that later, but um, just something to keep in mind, like when you are willing to be present with yourself and be aware, like sometimes stuff can like build in you and you can be upset about something that happened three weeks ago and not even know that it's been affecting you for that long. But when you are willing to kind of be connected to yourself, you can kind of, that awareness factor comes in, kicks in quicker and you can work through stuff more quickly or earlier on. It doesn't mean that there's no pain to feel, but it does mean that you can work through things in a more like effective way instead of letting stuff just kind of like affect your life for three weeks mm, i love it and i love the idea of letting it be a process where mm -hmm. you practice awareness today you're that much better prepared for the next time to be aware earlier in the process right yeah. and um something with these skills is if you practice it a little bit every day it's gonna go way further for you in your life than if you practice it like once a week for 30 minutes so um, at least that's my take on that. So yeah, some practical tips. Breathing. Um, the cool thing about breathing is um, a lot of times when we get in this cognitive dissonance where we have one part of our brain arguing with another part of our brain, like, right, you've got uh, almost like your conscious mind arguing with your unconscious mind is how that happens a lot of times, at least I think. Um, something cool about breathing is there's there are these two parts to your um, nervous system in your body and how your muscles and everything operates. You've got an automatic side 
and that's all the stuff that your brain just takes care of without you thinking of it, right? Like your heart pumping blood through your veins. You don't have to think, okay, heart, pump. Now pump again. Pump again, heart. Let's pump, you know? <laughs> and we can't do that if we've tried. And then we have this whole other side that's voluntary where we can actually consciously control. Like, okay, I'm moving my finger up and down right now, right? Or the, the, the one part, um, one thing that we can do voluntarily is breathing, but that's something that the unconscious also controls. So that's like one of the parts that um, connects your conscious with your unconscious. And that's part of why breathing exercises and focusing on your breath while you're being present with your emotions is such a powerful thing to do because it connects those two parts of your brain in a, a really useful, powerful way. Does that's that make so sense? so amazing. Yeah, I think it's so cool to like... I think it's so empowering to think to think in that way and to understand that. Yeah, yeah. And breathing exercises have been huge for me. Um, mm-hmm. Another thing you can do is close your eyes if you're trying to tap in with your emotions. A vast majority of the sensory input, um, the way things are wired in your brain, mm-hmm. comes through your eyes. So if you close your eyes, it can help to check in with these things and tune in with what's going on. Um, and then another thing you can do is name the emotion. Um, just like notice it and name it like, Hey, I feel anxious right now. Interesting. Um, I just noticed I feel sad. Um, whatever it is, or it can for other things like I'm hungry or thirsty, right? There are so many techniques if you really look for it. Um, but what I do want to emphasize about it is a lot of times when we approach these things, we want to focus on just the actions to take, give me some techniques or things to do, right? But if you get a list of things like that and you're still thinking something like, I can't handle my emotional life, then you're not going to go and do those things. That's not the kind of thinking that's going to drive you to do those things. And that's where the coaching approach is so important because that mindset portion is what really is going to get you new results in your life. Sustainable results. I think the interest, like, because you can take these actions and they they could calm you down in the moment. But what we're saying is if you want, like, sustainable, more long-term results in, like, calming yourself down and, like, rewiring your brain, literally rewiring your brain, that's where the mindset can be so important. And just, it's huge. It's everything. Yeah, and I used to think that. I used to think, I can't handle my emotions right now. Mm -hmm. Like, I would notice myself thinking that. And then I I still do that sometimes. (laughs) Me too. (laughs) I I don't as much now. Um... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but but when I started noticing it, I would notice it more readily the next time I was thinking that. And, and then I'd notice how I was feeling when I was thinking that way. Mm-hmm. And um, usually it's something like overwhelmed or incapable or really weak, you know, um, or scared. And But then you can ask yourself, what am I thinking? And then you can start shifting to something like, you know what, I am a human with emotions. Or, right. Or, you know what, I'm learning how to figure out my emotional life. Maybe someday I can, I don't know how yet, but I'm on my way to figure it. Whatever it is to qualify it in your mind that feels believable, Mm -hmm. um, focus on that for you and be intentional about it. Yeah, and what we want you guys to understand is, um, you know, a lot of times the worst, the thing we're the most afraid of in the future is an emotion that we're, we don't want to have. And then a lot of times with our thinking, we create that emotion in the present, right? Like the future hasn't even happened and we're like already creating that negative emotion we're so afraid to have. And so, 
you know, this key, this like this concept and tool of understanding and skill set of understanding how to be present with yourself. Like you, when you know that you can calm yourself down, even when you don't have all the answers, even when you don't know exactly what the future holds, like you will walk forward in your life with less anxiety because you know you can do this and you will, you know, spiral in your thinking a lot less and yeah, like it will just help so much of your life. And it doesn't mean there isn't going to be pain, but when there is pain, guess what? You know how to handle pain. You know how to sit with it and metabolize it and move through it so that you can move forward. I love that. And that's, I mean, that's just further evidence right there that only what you're thinking now can create what you're feeling, right? Yeah. Like we said earlier, because you said like we have all these thoughts about what the future is going to be, but that's still just thinking in this current moment about the future that's affecting us right now in this current moment. Exactly. And this is something we dive deeper into in our one-on-one coaching. And so feel free to reach out to us if you have any questions you know it might not be with you know with regard to your husband's you know porn use it might just be you being worried about the future or worrying about your kids and their future whatever it is just know that like you have this the ability to get present with yourself and it's something that we help our clients with but it's also something you know we teach you how to do it for yourself and you can totally get there if that's what your desire is yeah, and the, just to add on to what you were talking about, um, usually our worst fears in our life, what we're most afraid of, a lot of times we have this explanation, no, it's this I'm afraid of, it's because this, because I'd be in this, situ- whatever it is. Like mm-hmm. We're convinced it's just the circumstances of that situation that it'll be so terrible. But mm-hmm. when you really look at it, what you're actually afraid of most is how you will be feeling in that moment. And... Like Lindsay said, when you gain that confidence that you can be present with your feelings, then suddenly all your worst fears become that much less threatening. Mm-hmm. And then you're that much more able to go and create the life you want for yourself. Boom. All right. We will talk to you guys later. Have a wonderful day. All right. See you guys. Thanks for listening. If you're ready to get unstuck, move forward, or just feel better about your life and marriage, please reach out to us, whether it's for both of you or just yourself. You'd be surprised how much progress can be made in your marriage even if one of you works on the relationship. Don't wait for someone else to make things better for you. For more information or to find out what it would be like to have a coach, visit our websites, lindsaypullman.com and dannypullman.com. Make sure you spell Pullman, P-O-E-L-M-A-N. For freebies or other guides mentioned, check out the show notes. And to our current clients, we love you and thank you for letting us be a part of your hero's journey.